Good afternoon. Welcome back, traders. How we doing? Who's ready for stock market movers into 2023? Of course, the number one show that gets you all the experts and, of course, getting you all the headlines into the market open. All right. So one thing that I want to tell you guys is, of course, today we're going to be talking about Apple, Tesla. We'll be getting into the economic data that comes out. January effect. Why does it happen? Where is the statistical background on that? And does that only mean for the first day of the year? Or is it just more the whole month? Let's talk about that right here. Stock market movers, hit the thumbs up. Let's get some more people in here. Let's get it started. Stock market movers today. There are three ways to make a living in this business. Be first, be smarter, or cheat. I can't help you cheat, but I can give you the informational edge to help you succeed in the markets. Welcome to Stock Market Movers. All the market moving headlines and expert opinions every day. They say money is the oxygen of capitalism, and I want to breathe more than any man alive. Hey traders, how we doing out there? It's good to be back 2023, back into the hot chair, going to take a look into the market. We'll talk a lot about what's going on right now, but as you guys can see, we are on a takedown right now. Definitely seeing the takedown right now in the SPY overall, a little bit of a bull trap out the open. It's kind of expecting this. This is exactly what we talked about on live trading this morning. So if you guys don't watch our live trading stream, definitely check that out. That's every morning, 9 a.m. Eastern towards 11 a.m. Eastern. Don't miss that. Our live trading with Zunaid, Lord Ryan, and I as we get into the markets. But as you guys can see, leaking, leaking. And what did I think? I, I'm thinking that we might get a little bit of a power hour rally. We're going to talk a little bit about that coming up towards the end of the show. So if you want to talk about the power hour, stick around towards the end and you'll be able to talk about what I'll be looking towards, what should bounce towards the end. Let's talk about what are we seeing right now, right? A lot of people coming in this morning thinking what? Thinking January effect, right? Everyone talking about it out there. Everyone saying, would we get the January effect rally? Of course, what is the January? Well, it has a lot to do with money being on the sideline, right? Sometimes we get what end of the year bonuses, things like this, where a lot of times we want to put some money into work at the beginning part of the year, right? And now I think that everyone was looking for that money to come into the market, give some of the growth names a nice lift. I think that that's exactly what a lot of people got caught on. And I'll go to my man, Dennis Dick saying, right? The market likes to hurt where it can hurt the most. What do we mean by this? Well, a lot of the times what we're going to be seeing is if everybody's leaning one way, a lot of the times we're going to get that reversal type of action. I feel like today, starting the year, everyone was a little optimistic. I was optimistic too, but not for the stock market, just overall in the year. Looks like some of that optimism might have made its way into the stock market at the open as you did see some stocks get a little bit of a spike, but that was shortly lived and then quickly downside action. What did I want to look at for the open? I said, let's take a look at the numbers that matter to us, right? Today, 
We're going to be looking at some economic data that came out at 945. But the biggest and most important was our leadership. What was going to happen to our leaders? Because I don't feel we can have this, you know, up move that everybody wants if our leadership is still showing the downside action. Let's go towards that action, of course, Apple and Tesla. Then we'll talk a little bit deeper about the January effect. But let's first go into what everybody wants to talk about, which I'm guessing is Apple and Tesla. Of course, more focus probably on Tesla, but we just talked a lot about that on Benzing Alive. I'm going to focus on Apple here. Then we'll move towards Tesla. Apple taking a big hit down today. I, I talked about that this morning and even last week. Would we take out that 129 again? We rejected it multiple times here to really recover even the 130s. We got up there to a high of 133, 129.98. Couldn't close towards that 130. Or we're going to take out 129 again and actually get lower. As you guys can see, Apple down to 124.61. Broke through this Wednesday low on the 28th of 125.87. And now this isn't looking good, team. One of the strongest stocks, one of the leaders in the S&P, is coming down fast and that chart does not look good to me by any means this weekly chart another thing that could start showing up as we come down i think we're going to come closer towards this uh 200 daily moving average this is a weekly one though so the weekly s 200 comes back down towards 114.15 that's where i can expect the next stop from there we'll see if it gets down there towards 100 but what was the catalyst that came in today? Because it was also catalyst. Apple telling uh, suppliers to build fewer components for AirPods, Apple Watch, and the MacBook. Apple has alerted us to lower orders for almost all product lines. Actually, since the quarter ending in December, partly because the demand is not that strong, said a manager at Apple's suppliers. Um, this was reported. So one thing that we need to keep watch now is how far down will Apple keep coming down? I think this could keep breaking down here. So we got to be careful as we keep coming down. We're going to look for the first stop, which is going to be this 110, 114 area, somewhere between there. I feel like we can get the stop the low on that uh, September 4th of 20, right? That was the four for one split on Apple. We'll see if those traders start becoming underwater. Tesla is the next leader, right? Next stock that's leading the stocks down. If our leadership's going to go, that's how I expect the market to go. And Tesla making a new low today. So what do we talk about? Stocks making new low. You got to go. That's what my man Dennis Dick always says also. I believe in that. And don't want to be trapped into too many of these names. I feel like the recent action that we saw in Tesla, that recent little bounce, to me, that was more shorts covering than necessarily longs stepping back into the market. Yes, could there be some longs that step back in? Yeah, there could have been some people calling the low. But I felt like these two days trapped a lot of buyers. And today, we got that quick washout to the downside, right back below the 27th low, 108.76. That's where I thought we could make it to. Now we're down towards 105. Who's not to say that Tesla is not in the double digits pretty soon? Could be underneath 100. This is definitely something to shake up investors out there. And what does it do? Doesn't make me want to run towards Tesla. If anything, I'm running away from Tesla here. But 
That's to each his own. That's why it's a stock market, right? I know there's some people probably calling Tesla to be oversold and that it could bounce. But to me, this is the clear example of a stock that is a falling knife and people are willing to step in front of it. I am not. Tesla shares were falling, of course, after quarterly deliveries missed estimate. Tesla delivered record quarterly sales of 405,278 cars, record annual deliveries of 1.314 million units. The 2022 delivery growth of 40.34% trailed, of course, Tesla's long-term goal of 50% growth. Of course, Wall Street was expecting reported deliveries around 427,000 for the final quarter. They missed there by around 22,000 vehicles. We'll see what happens in Tesla. Will it keep coming down? Will it make it to the 100? I'll tell you one thing. I don't want to get in front of this because it just doesn't show me anything towards the upside. And yes, at some point, it is going to be oversold. But how can we know at what levels? Yes, you might be able to use like an RSI to tell us that it's extremely oversold. That never gives us the exact day that it's going to bounce. So we'll have to wait and see what happens here in Tesla. All right, another stock that had some news that was Tesla related, just to take a quick peek. And I will talk about a little bit more about Tesla in one second. But PLL also coming down today. They had some news with Tesla and they couldn't even get into the green. They popped on the news, but weren't able to hold it. So that's Piedmont Lithium as they amended their agreement with Tesla. They already had one, but this is more to agree to a delivery of 125,000 metric tons of SC6 to Tesla beginning in the second half of 2023 through the end of 2025. Terms in this new agreement, which are binding for three years and include an option to renew for another three years, Piedmont Lithium. I do like Lithium names. The main thing that I would say about Lithium names is EV needs to kind of be in favor. Right now, if there's anything that's showing me is that new cars aren't the focus. New car sales, that's not what we're expecting to get a spike here, right? Interest rates are high. If anything, I expect a tough, tough 2023 for all automakers, all auto manufacturers. And if anything, I think this shows us more and more that we could see continued downside action in Tesla. And in the long run, towards the back end of the year, I'm going to be expecting more the thing behind the thing making the move like lithium names. Like, of course, LiDAR names, like charging station names. As we go into 2024, where, of course, I'll expect to get even more of a push into EVs, maybe some more credits or something that could happen. But in that effect right now, in my outlook, I don't see everybody running out to get EVs, especially at the high price tag that's out there right now. That's the major thing that I think is affecting Tesla overall also. The high interest rates. Who wants to be buying these expensive EVs with, on top of that, a high interest rate? Yes, if you're rich and you can pay cash, well, you're not paying that interest rate. But of course, there's not too many of us that can pay a $60,000 vehicle off on one payment. So we'll end up seeing what happens there on Tesla as we're down towards 105.37. And yes, could this bounce? Yeah, but do I want to get in front of it? That's what I think a lot of people need to be asking themselves. All right, definitely hit the like up, team. Let's see if we can get there towards 
Can we get 50 likes really quick? Let's go, team. If you guys got a ticker or a move that moved today and you guys want to talk about it, throw it up in the chat. It's good to see you guys out there. The Crow, Easy Mike, Adam, what's going on out there? You're printing on those puts? Hey, power to you, my brother. Easy Mike, how we doing out there? What's going on? If you're new to the show, say hello. It's good to see you guys in the chat. All right, let's keep going. Let's move towards the January effect and how that could be affecting vehicles, right? Uh, affecting the market, right? Let's go towards the SPY. As we see, we're finally starting to bottom a little bit here. Are we finally going to start making our way back? Well, that's something to keep in mind. Now, one thing I can clearly see, we've been in this sideways consolidation, right? Are we finally just going to break down through this or break above this? This is what I think is the most important thing to be watching for because this is going to tell me how I trade the beginning part of the year. If we get above, close towards 390s, yeah, I'll try to run that towards their 400s, 410s, 420s. But if we break down below this, going towards, let's say, the three, uh, and I'll just use this extreme low, 374, 77, maybe 375, or we're using, yeah, 375 low. If we can cut through there, I'll be looking for more downside action towards the channel that could drive us even lower than the 350 that we've gone and then eventually getting another bounce. Still looking at this longer term channel to continue holding as we're making pullbacks. It's good to see you guys in the chat. Francis, Vic, some new members. Look, it's good to have you guys. All right, let's get into it. We'll take a look at what else is making moves. But the January effect, why is it important? And where should it be important, right? I think this is an important thing, is that there's a lot of studies that were done from 1904 to 1974 that found that stocks return five times higher than the average during the month of January. And there was another study that was done by Solomon Smith Barney that found an average of January's outperformance of 0.82% when compared to small cap returns. So large cap stocks don't have a tendency of having that much of a January effect compared to a small cap. And we did see some small cap stocks moving today. I see you guys mentioning some of those in the chat, like an RSL, RSLS. Not really a stock that we bring up too much on this show, but stocks like this right now are the type of stocks that I could expect to have that January effect. Of course, full disclosure, this is the lower liquidity name, but just to mention it, lower names, lower price names, right? Kind of more of that penny stock outlook, small cap names are the ones that have a tendency to have an even greater January effect. We'll see what happens on these as they're definitely battling over here. All right. Uh, RSLS getting out of that one. We can talk a little bit about the 945 numbers that came in U.S. Manufacturing Price uh, manufa uh, Managers Index. A measure of output, of course, fell at its fastest rate in December since May 2020. What does this show us, right? The index was at 46.2 in December, down from 47.7 in November. This shows us more and more how our output isn't as great. So a little bit of a slowing economy here, but nothing that is grave to really show that, hey, the Fed need to go pivot faster, pivot faster. Those are the only things that we can be looking at. And I think that for those factors, what do you want to be looking for? You would want to be looking for job, job security, right? The labor market getting a big spike, 
all of a sudden we're getting a massive amount of unemployment or the economy truly deteriorating. And there might be a third, of course, inflation getting closer to 2%, but we're nowhere near that. So the biggest things, if you want to or expect the Fed to pivot quickly here, well, you want to be seeing those jobs numbers get really bad. And you also want to see the economy slowing down, showing weakness. That could be what could turn the Fed. And if it doesn't happen from that, well, I expect them to be holding on to their tune and their hawkish ways as of late. All right, let's keep going. We'll take a look at some different stocks. How about a, uh, a stock like RE as a January effect stock? I don't mind making a look at taking a look at it for you. Um, let's take a look there. Re, re automotive. The only problem with this is that it's too cheap, man. Uh, it doesn't mean that it can't make a little bit of a pop, but just think about it, right? I, I always think about stocks that I want the trend to change. This trend isn't going to change, even if it gets a little bit of a pop, right? We need a real consistent bid here for re to change. I mean, just look at the chart, right? Look at the monthly chart. Doesn't show anything strong. All right, but moving over from that, let's get towards the next topic I want to talk about. We can go into what was hot and what was not. And then, of course, we'll cover some different topics out there. I will let you guys know we uh, don't have a guest today. We had a slight cancellation towards uh, kind of towards the show. I'm not going to stress about that, but I will have a great lineup for the rest of the week. Don't miss it, team. Be here, 1 p.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. I will make sure to get you guys the experts that will keep you in the informational edge. All right, let's get back towards the action. Let's take a look at what was hot today and what was not. Uh, I need to get a little bit of a segment window here for that, but let's get into it. What was hot and what was not? All right, let's look at the sectors and take a look around at what's in the green and what's not. Well, guess what? From our sectors, there's nothing in the green from the open. Um, overall, communication services is up on the day. But if you take a look at it, industrials into the red today. What is in the deepest in the red? It's actually energy as oil just falls off the tape here. XOM down, 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 drilling down there towards 106.78. We'll look to see if it comes back towards 105. Oxy coming off here towards 61. Looks like the oil trade starting to fall off. XLE pulling back significantly. We'll see what happens on XLE. Will we get another push up or is this the break of this long-term trend that we've had in XLE? Essentially, since the pandemic, this has made about a 241% move. Will this start to turn around? Something to keep in mind as this could be what was not hot today and starting to get rotations away from oil. All right, we'll take a look at some different sectors here. That's the, the worst sector of the day, technology right behind that. Of course, Apple and our leadership not helping there. Google still just slightly hanging on here, not looking as bad. Of course, Meta also hanging on. If you're looking for some stocks that are not looking too bad, Meta is still hanging on there. Now, what looks bad in NVIDIA, it tried to get back there towards the 150, strong rejection of the 150 and then complete takedown through that 146 now down towards 141 this is coming down fast and this also scares me for a name like micron micron's hanging into the green right now but lows are right there and of course we've talked about the cues right 
This doesn't look strong for the Qs. The NASDAQ overall, technology stocks overall, I think this low is in reach now. As we start coming lower and lower, 260.30s will be the first level to watch for me. And as we break through there, maybe the 260s, if you want to just round it, we'll see if we get down there towards 255 and start heading down in the queues. Got to be careful there in technology, especially I feel in the first half of this year, because a lot of people are going to be probably jumping in there early. I just don't want to be too early and uh, kind of miss when we actually do get that turnaround. Look, for right now, it's still looking weak overall. The cues don't look strong for me. They look weak. So with that being said, I'm not jumping into technology anytime soon. All right, getting out of that, we could take a look. Real estate, solar stocks is one area that I wanted to get short. I missed the short today on FSLR. Um, so I wasn't able to get this one. I did put out an order at 150.50, just wasn't able to get the fill. And this is already down there towards 146. So this is not looking too bad. This is one area that I'll be looking for some shorts. And I do have some news on this. It's all about solar insulations as they fell 23% in 2022 on China trade curbs to 18.6 gigawatts as trade restrictions with China limited access to low cost parts and materials for these solar names. I think in the long run, this has had a massive run here for pretty much a long time there. This has been running since August and seasonality has a tendency of being really strong until December. And then January hits and I've seen a lot of solar stocks come down before. One of the stocks that I compare that to is SPWR, SunPower. And understanding that uh, a lot of the times we have seasonality that has a tendency of being strong from August 20th to around January 21. And then we had a quick topping there in, in uh, kind of early January. And then it quickly came back down for the year. We'll see if this comes into play again. Did we have August seasonality strong? And all of a sudden, as we get into the new year, we see that tape falling off. We'll see what happens there in some solar names. All right, catching up with the chat. What's going on out there, team? We'll keep looking at what's moving out there. If you guys have anything on your radar sector, industry, or just a stop, throw it up in the chat. We can definitely cover it. All right, what's going on out there? Uh, catching up with it. EKS, Generac, you're looking at? Mm, yeah, Generac seemed to me like a little bit of a dead cat bounce. I know there was a lot of analysts that started coming out with kind of a positive outlook, but quickly hit getting hit right back down. Uh, TSN, says Larry Hill. I'll take a look at that. Got no problem. I'll take a look into. And Kenneth, what's going on out there? It's good to see you, my friend. Boyle and UNG, says James. Ooh, that's one trade that we can talk about right next, James. I'll talk about natural gas coming right after this. All right, let's take a look here. Uh, what else is not strong today in technology? Of course, we did get some semiconductors to come back down. We talked about NVIDIA there, how those are getting hit. But, of course, it's also some of the software names, right? Some of the software names like Unity, now down to 2655, rejection there. Snow, rejection there, right? Roku, rejection there. The growth names that you were thinking were going to bounce back. No bounce back. It's incredible to me that Roku is now down to $40 when this was up close to $500. Wow. 
That's a 91% return on the downside there for Roku. Ouch, 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 ouch. ARKK, new lows. You got to go, team. Growth, making some new lows here as ARKK, a big part of my growth outlook. It's not looking good there. Uh, also, real estate on the downside. Utilities on the downside. I will give you guys an outlook that I'm looking at here. And I saw utilities. I thought, could we come back up to the channel? The channel is this red line. We've drawn this, we've drawn this red line since all the way since February 21. We updated this on August. That was right around here. When we started seeing that breakdown, we were worried. We're going to get all the way back there and reject it. It's exactly what I see on the chart here. Rejection from coming to come back into the price channel. Now heading to the downside. So I took my shot on a short today, swing trade, full disclosure, on Duke to the downside. We'll see what happens today. Really want to see it kind of close closer towards that 102.50. We'll see if it does do that breakdown there. But this isn't the only one that you can be watching in utilities, right? NEE. Maybe this is a chart that you like a little bit more to the downside. We'll end up seeing what happens with these utility names. Of course, doesn't have to only be these, right? There's other names here, Dominion Energy. There's plenty of utility names that you guys can keep watch. We'll see what happens there. Uh, you got Southern Company you can take a look at. SRE, SRE, Sempra Energy. Definitely seeing some downturn in these stocks. We'll see what happens there in utility names. Now, natural gas. James wanted to talk about natural gas. We can go ahead and take a look at the Widowmaker, Boyle, or UNG. And I've talked about this, team. I've talked about how I was wrong in natural gas last year, expecting the run into winter, right? We talked about this. We did get a run in spring, but quickly that started turning around. And a little part of me realized quickly that you have to admit when you're wrong so that you don't get caught just looking for it, looking for it, looking for the reversal, looking for the reversal. That never has helped me. And if it helps you, well, man, power to you. But personally, from my experience, it's never done me well. So one thing I would say about UNG is that just look at the chart. It doesn't look strong for me. And it's nothing that I want to be jumping into right now. It's a falling knife. And I want to be looking for stocks that are strong at the beginning of the year, not weak. And I'm looking for reversals. That doesn't make sense to me. So Boyle also down there towards 1466. What does this show me? That everybody that was looking for that big, big breakout might not get it in Boyle. I mean, we're low. We're towards 14. And you could get reversal action from here, right? RSI, an extreme oversold. That's when we think we have a uh, kind of edge, right? Well, it, it, it is an oversold time, right? It needs to come down closer towards 14 for the extreme. But we are seeing that extreme come down. My only question here is, in the long term, will natural gas even get the lift that we're expecting? I think I need to first start seeing it ramp before I jump the gun. That's what I'm going to do. All right, we'll see what happens there. ARKK, new five-year low. Kathy is having a bad first day of the, of the new year. It's okay, EKS. I know Kathy. She's probably just getting a little bit more Tesla as it comes a little bit lower. Who knows? We'll find out. She's, she's bought so much Tesla lately. I just I can't believe it sometimes. I remember when she was buying and she was buying up here in the 250 range. We're we're like 50% down from that. I, I honestly would love to 
find her average price. I want to find her average price there for Tesla. I'll do a little research. I'll let you guys know a little bit more about what's going on in that Kathy position. It's hard to calculate, but I'll figure it out there. All right. Amazing. Left $3 on the table for RSLS Scalp. Hey, it happens, Crow. One thing I, I never try to do is think about, you know, spoiled milk, right? And I know, I know a lot of people talk about this. It's probably not a focus too much in the markets, but spoiled milk, right? What do we mean by that? Well, what do we mean by that is that you might have taken profits and you can see that you left some profits on the table. Well, hey, you can't get mad about that. It's it's already gone, right? I mean, hey, but one thing I, I will say is that when you do make a nice trade, nice trade, meaning you're following your system, you do well. Whether it's a win or a loss, if you're following your system, I always recommend a little pat on the back, right? A little bit of a pat on the back. What does that show? That shows that you're doing things the way that you want to get done, right? As traders, we always are going to have to make what? Decisions, decisions, decisions. The most important thing to do is be decisive and work on that process. That's what I've been learning more and more of. So if I want to tell you guys, what do I want to work more into 2023? I'm going to be actually working more and understanding neutral strategies. Why? Because I want to be able to make some money in between, right? Smaller amounts, be more risk adverse. If there's anything that I've learned in my trading career, starting from, you know, penny stock, momentum stocks, to going towards swing trading, to learning really all about rotation, intermarket analysis, and taking it to the next level last year, one thing that I learned is I want to be more market neutral and be able to make, you know, probably less big percentage wins, but also keep those losses smaller also. So we'll end up finding out how that goes. I'll be bringing some to this show so that you guys can learn also how I'm trying to really build up a little bit into the pairs trading action. Of course, I know that we do have some pairs traders out there that work very hard. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, like always, we need to keep pushing our levels, our skill levels. You guys know I'm working on my CMT and we'll continue pushing with you guys. Let's get towards the next conversation. We're gonna go to a headline now. Let's get out of what was hot and what was not. Let's go into some headline out there Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Block and PayPal. These are a little bit tough. Of course, analysts are going to come in a lot of the times at the beginning of the year and make a bet. Well, let's see how these bets came on today as our analyst ratings of the day. All right, so the first one we're going to talk about is Block. Let's take a look at the, at the market action from that analyst rating and how it's trading. You can see here on the daily, it looked like it was trying to come up towards a trend line, but let's get towards the intraday action. As you saw, Block get a nice little push there to 67. Quick rejection right back down to 63. Block shares are trading higher after Bird upgraded the stock from neutral to outperform and raised its price target from 62 to 78. Of course, we're down towards 63, so... It seems more like they gave us a big range, uh, but we'll see what happens. If they say 78, they expect a breakout above this high on the daily. So if that's what they're looking at right now. They're expecting a nice little breakout through that 75, 77, getting up there towards the 78 and 80s, pretty much where the 200-day moving average is. 
77.63. We'll see if we actually start getting that move there in block. I'd actually like to make a move down there towards the 40s and 30s, but that's just something that to keep an eye on because now we're really making our way back in block. And in the long run, this might not be a bad investment, but we're just going to have to wait and see when this actually turns around. Um, another thing that I would watch for is if we do finally ever get up there towards the 78, look to see if you can get through the 80s and back towards these highs. That's when I really feel like we'll have that turnaround feeling. And look at the monthlies. Monthlies can go sideways for a while here and reject right back down. So I really want to start seeing monthly highs get broken. If I'm thinking anything's really bullish. PayPal also getting some ratings uh, today, and that didn't help it, right? It did get a little bit of a push. And it's trying to hold. It's trying to hold here. You can see it's it's holding a trend right now. Trends your friend until it isn't, right? Well, we'll see if this can keep pushing past the 75. It's making its way back. Really, resistance comes closer into 77. So we could see it turn around there. PayPal getting an upgrade to buy from a hold from Choice and saying that estimates are now looking reasonable. Not something that I want to jump into by any means, but keep these on watch. And if analysts are watching, of course, this is exactly what they cover. So we'll see if they're able to go ahead and catch the dip there in PayPal and get back up there towards 75. Not a bad day today for PayPal. Square a little bit worse for sure as it came right back down to 63. All right, catching up with the chat. What's going on out there? Block and PayPal also in ARKF. Yes, Kathy is by all means not picking the best. And at the end of the day, what is she? She's a growth investor, right? Growth is getting hit right now. It's not bouncing back. As much as people want it to bounce back with the January effect, what's to make us think that it does, right? Is Has the environment changed? Not necessarily, right? Apple hitting 52-week lows today. Well, is that really a, a surprising thing? Didn't we just start the year? 52-week lows? Wouldn't that just mean like today? I, I did see some people put that out. It's not that it's hitting a 52-week low. That would be if it's last week, right? In my eyes, 52 weeks is for the year, the present year, not year over year. But that's just my outlook, James. But you are right. Apple is hitting through new lows. All right. Now, one stock I did catch earlier in the chat, um, earlier I was watching, is Oracle was being strong. Oracle is not looking too bad. EKS, I, I don't know if you're looking at this one, but I did see Oracle staying strong here. Uh, probably about the only one that I see on here on this daily trying to get up there towards the 85. This one doesn't look too bad. Kenneth, I got you in a second. Um, Pre-market prep at 10 a.m. I won't be able to chat with you at that time. No worries. It's all good. We all battle through it. I, I'll tell you right now, if you catch pre-market prep at 10 even even 11 a.m., you're still doing well because at the end of the day, look into what we're talking about, right? Take a look. Was our outlook in pre-market similar to what happened in the market? And from the market, what can you think about now that you've heard those commentary from the pre-market? There's always a way to go ahead and get towards your open. And of course, do it with the pre-market prep team as they'd love to get you ready for the markets. All right, we'll take a look at what else is making a move. We'll go to Rumble now as we'll talk a little bit about what's going on there. Um, Rumble is one of those companies, of course, it's kind of more of a conservative uh, approach here towards media. 
And Rumble is battling, of course, against Formidal, Google, YouTube, as, of course, now Rumble is being only on the computer only right now, desktop. You can you can do it in other ways, too. But right now, um, they're having battles with, of course, the app stores, talking about how the app stores want 30% to do this. And what do they mean by this is that they mean by paid services. And Rumble's fee, an app store fee, would be about 50%, which is outrageous. Um, they also talked about how we believe that YouTube charges 30%. And they own the Google Play Store. Rumble charges about 20%. Plus, we'd have to pay Google another 30%. So it would be 50%. Do you think Rumble should take no fee and pay Google's 30% just so we can be competitive to YouTube's 30%? Well, there you guys see the uh, conflicting battle that's happening in Rumble. Uh, I did get a little bit of a lift on this from the pre-market. You can see it made its high in the open market towards 645 it's not a bad one to keep on watch if you're looking for a reversal. But like always, stocks making new low. You got to go. Be careful there. You're going to have to lean on some lows. Maybe you're leaning on the 30th low of 581. We'll look to see if this can get back through the 28th high of 653. All right, we'll see what happens there in Rumble. Can it get a little bit of a bounce? And will they make the move in going into the app stores to try to help them get to new traffic? All right, we'll see what else is going out there. It looks like Pure Bliss talking about Costco. I'll take a look there. I actually watched the movie called Bliss this weekend, but hey, that just caught my eye there. Uh, let's take a look there at Costco. Costco, of course, being in discount stores and discount stores not being my favorite right now as a lot of these stocks and a lot of these charts just don't look good. This was one stock here on the monthlies that was trying multiple times to get through that 550 and get up there to 600 has not been able to do so we'll see if it holds the monthly lows 449.03 somewhere in between there i want to see it hold and come back if it does crack let's say through uh the low here when we're cracking through 436 that's where i'd start being careful that you could be coming to 350 and below walmart is one of the ones that i'd watch can this continue into the uptrend right if you take a look at this, this stock was all the way down there in June, made its way back all the way through the gap, now has pulled back. Will Walmart just come right back down or can it come back up towards the 150? That will help it. That will help Target make its way back. And we'll just keep watch what happens on these. Uh, BJ is another one you can keep watch to see if that finally gets a bounce. It hasn't gotten the bounces of late and still coming down. All right, we'll see what else is going on in those discount stores. And, of course, uh, there's different stocks that are making moves today. I did see earlier in the day that some steel stocks were making good moves. Gold was making good moves. Look how that quickly went away. Cleveland Cliff was kind of the one that was leading there. It is pulled back now. We'll look to see if it can close back above 17 and make a little bit of a run. All right, let's time to talk about the Power Hour Rally and why do I feel that we could get a nice Power Hour Rally here. Like always, team, hit the like button. Let's see where we're at in the like game. It's about 120 of you guys in here. Let's see if we can get to 60. What's going on, team? Hit the like button, and I'll let you expect the Power Hour Rally. We're going to go through a little experiment here, which is what I always like to do. There you go. We got 37. Get a couple more likes in there, team. Let's go. 
All right, there we go. I just hit the like to jump in on the party. Let's do it. All right, let's take a look at why do we feel that we could get a power hour rally? Well, a lot of times I'm looking at hourly charts, right? And if we think about it and we look back, a lot of times what are we seeing out the opens? Out the opens, a lot of times we're seeing hourly pullbacks and then breakouts towards the close, right? And if you look here, what happened on Friday? Let's go towards the 15 minutes so you can see it a little bit. It was sideways action, sideways action on Friday, on Friday, 1.30, it comes down, and then it rips way higher towards the close at 4 o'clock. Well, that's just one power hour rally, right? Now, we can take a look here. What else has been making a nice little lift here? Well, let's go back. Let's see when's the last time we had our nice little power hour rally. Well, you can see here in the 22nd, we were coming down there, we were coming down there, and right around 2 o'clock, is when we started reversing here. But really, that was just a move to the VWAP. When we really start making that next move up, it's a lot of this 3 p.m. move. I've been seeing a lot of 3 p.m. moves, 3 p.m. ramp ups, right? We went back down towards Friday's lows here. Friday's lows being 378.43. Finally, are starting to recover. And I feel like we could have a good end of the day. A lot of people thinking that the day was horrible. Towards the end of the day, they might turn that outlook around as I think the SPY might be right back down, right back up towards 383. So if you are looking for maybe a Tesla low, maybe you finally got it here around the 104.64 area and you're starting to get the reversal and we could get the power hour rally. We'll have to wait and see to see what happens there. Can we get the power hour rally? I don't know, team. I'll tell you what, though. I'm going to try my best to come in a little bit early on at the close. I'll let Joel know so at least he's well aware and see if we can start getting this rally because I'm going to be looking to maybe put a little bit of some swing trades into work. Um, that's one thing that I'll definitely be doing a little bit more of here for stock market movers and filling you guys in on what I see. Of course, to, what is important this week? What should you be watching for, team? Well, Friday's jobs number, massively important. Why? Because... The Fed meeting, the next Fed meeting we get is February 1st. This will be December's jobs report, right? Well, December's jobs report will be the last report that they get before that next meeting. We need to see how the jobs number, the labor market. Remember, we just talked about this. What is important for investors? Fiscal monetary policy. Where is it moving towards? Well, a lot of the monetary policy, a lot of the Fed outlook is thinking that labor markets are robust. Will this start to change? Can we get some kind of wording that doesn't mention a robust labor market? Something to keep in mind, of course, with Jerome Powell and other Fed members. All right, and don't forget, they could be coming out to speak again, right? For a while there, we were in a little bit of a quiet period, and it could be speaking at any moment. And we know when the Fed talks, got to be careful. All right, catching up with the chat. What's going on out there? Gasparino saying about Disney. Mm, I'm looking for Tesla swing trade, but going to wait and see what happens at the power hour. Power to you, James. We'll have to wait and find out if it gets the bounce or not. Still looking for a bounce here off 379.50s. Pretty sure that's for the SPY. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Jay talking about CI, Cigna, Humana, UNH. Easy. My guess the first day profit taking in names... 
They were big winners last year. Oil names to that extent also. I agree. And this is why sometimes, you know, if you were just thinking about the January effect, does that necessarily mean that it has to happen on the first day? No, it doesn't. And if anything, you wash out that mentality a little bit of today, and we could come back roaring tomorrow. Like always, team, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. The only thing we can do is have situational thinking and try to be in a probability mindset, right? That's what helps a lot of traders get into the green. All right, we'll see what else is making a move right now. Nike still holding on. So if you're looking for a name that's still been able to hold on in retail, Nike is one of those. We'll see what happens there. Baba looking well. Seems like these Chinese stocks just seem to be hanging on. Billy Billy talked about those. It just stay strong right now. Baba, PDD, seems like these don't want to turn around. And even though I don't trade too much of China names, they're being able to hang on right now. All right, what else is going on, team? We'll take a little bit of ticker time. It's 1.45. If you guys have any tickers you guys want me to check out, now is your opportunity. Got about five minutes left here. Then we'll be wrapping up. And then at the close, don't miss it. Joel Alconan and I will go through all the biggest moves on the intraday market and find out what caught Joel's attention. Or maybe it was yours. Of course, at the close, you guys can come and join that. That's going to be going on at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. All right. What else is being mentioned there? McDonald's. McDonald's needs some robots. Yeah, they do need some robots. Value names starting to turn around. McDonald's has been hanging on for so long. Will this start to go? Got to be careful there, right? We'll see what happens there. Netflix struggling along. Disney having a decent day. A little bounce there. Can't believe Disney's underneath 100. I remember that used to be the sweet spot. Now we're at 88. Will we get through the pandemic low on Disney? Watch out, team. All right, catching up out there. Love. Oh, Eric, you're brave. Uh, what's up? What's up with love? Think it will bounce back to 34. DAL bounced to 40s. The only big thing there is that, right, one of the things that you want to think about is will – this leave a sour taste, a almost uncertainty, and a kind of revenge feeling in Southwest Airlines. A lot of times we think about what? We think about story, right? Story approach. So with the airlines, one of the things that I would say about that Southwest Airlines, if you were an investor, and let's just keep it simple, situational thinking, right? If I was an investor and I was in Southwest Airlines, right? And I went through this struggle in the holiday travels or heard about the holiday travel struggle. Would I still want to own the stock? Or would I be running out the door trying to hit whatever profits I had to get the hell out of Southwest Airlines? Well, to me, I think you're probably getting out of Southwest Airlines and if anything, rotating to a different airline like a Delta, like an AAL, right? have to wait and see and of course for the airlines what needs to happen what can help these airlines well what can help these airlines is going to be more gas oil coming down if oil prices come down what can the airlines do they can lower the price of these airline tickets they can work 
on securing those labor contracts, right? They can work on securing the employment that's needed. But the big thing is their costs need to come down. The most important cost being oil, right? If we could see oil come down below into the 60s, the 50s, maybe even $40 a barrel by the end of the year, different outlook on the airlines. We'll just have to wait and find out. All right, we'll see what else is going on. Love is a better one. <laughs> Love is always better, man. All right, let's get into uh, Jets is one of the ways that I would also keep watch on the airlines. It's an ETF, easy way to kind of watch because this hasn't broken out by any means. And every time it gets to the trend line, it kind of rejects. When this starts showing us breakout, Jets will help you. All right, going to wrap up, get you guys over, of course, at the close. We'll be at 3.30. Hope that you guys enjoyed getting into all different types of stocks today. We talked about why we could get a power hour rally. We'll have to wait and find out. Will we get that push into 3 p.m.? I'll be there at 3.30 to find out on at the close. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And definitely hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed already.